Okay, good morning, everyone. Today is, yeah, today's Tuesday. (laughs) Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. And believe it or not, I actually went, I think I went an hour extra into my research this morning for more news. There's not much, believe it or not. I I mean, at least as of the time I'm recording this. Um, Something might come out later today, which I'll cover tomorrow morning, as you know. But anyways, there's a few things, but I'll I'll, I'll, uh, take my time on them. So first off, Tesla bought $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. And Elon Musk says they will soon be accepting Bitcoin as payments for their cars. I mean, hey, why not? I mean, the the value, what's it at, like 50 grand a coin right now or something like that? Sure. I mean, I I have to be honest, I'm a little bit skeptical as to why him and Snoop Dogg and those guys are pushing Dogecoin so much. But, I mean, maybe he's doing it for the people. But there's a lot of conspiracies out there as to whether or not that's the case. Because, you know, there's an argument that you can't get that high up and be able to just simply excuse me, just push certain currencies and do it for the sake of being a good person and all that without, you know, having some ulterior play, whether they want that happen, uh, whether they want that to be the case or not. It's hard to say. It it really is. Um, But look, if he wants to accept Bitcoin as payments, look, a lot of people are saying, no, he shouldn't be doing that. It's his company. Let him do what he wants. And if the shareholders don't like it, I mean... Just like he did a year ago or two years ago when he said he lined up all the funding to take Tesla private. He's the type of guy that strikes me as if he, he similar to Steve Jobs in the sense that if he really gets pissed off, he'll say screw it to the investors and he'll just take Tesla private if they don't like it. I think it's a good move. I think with the cryptos, you can't necessarily go wrong. I'm not a financial expert. It's not financial advice to make it clear. But, you know, the next thing is that. Uh, President or Prime Minister uh, Benjamin Netanyahu or Bibi Netanyahu walked out of his own corruption trial. Okay, that that was pretty much a, a, a way of him saying this doesn't mean anything, pretty much, right? He's been accused of um, taking bribes from certain American Jewish businessmen in Hollywood and things like that. You know, $200,000 worth of wine and, and travel and this and that. Look, he... At the end of the day, the United States is going to defend Israel no matter what, Democrat or Republican. Republicans obviously favor Israel way more. But at the end of the day, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Now, apparently, they're up. Israel is up for their fourth election in the last two, two and a half years because there's been calls for Netanyahu to step down and and resign. And because he won't, because of the corruption charges, they're going to do another um, uh, election. Interesting, though, according to recent polling, though, uh, in, of multiple sources of media outlets in Israel, the decent majority, I don't want to say vast, but the decent majority of, um, of people in Israel still support him. Is, Israelis have known to be very conservative, to, to be very conservative, and I don't blame them for that because, I mean, look at what happened in, in the Second World War. That's a big hit. You, it's hard to recover from that as a culture. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to defend Netanyahu's policies and things like this. I'm not trying to say it was good for him to walk out of the trial. That's like him slapping uh, the institution and the system in the face saying, you know, I have a double standard. You can't touch me. Um, I do have to say, and I've said this before, I like not everything, but I like a lot of things Netanyahu says. I understand why he's a pessimist um, and he's very pessimistic. But him doing that, come on, you're disrespecting the process. I know that's your way of saying, ah, this isn't right, yada, 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 but, or not, or sorry, this is not the case, this is not how it's going to happen, but you can't do that. I mean, you know, the next thing is that, oh, by the way, I also want to mention very quickly that um, he's been, Netanyahu's been accused of mishandling COVID and only implemented a lockdown right before his trial started so he could delay his trial. Excuse me. 
Yeah. It, it, the media is talking about that like it's some big thing. It's just the way it works. It's just the way it works. It's as simple as that. The next thing is that two U.S. carriers conducted exercises in the South China Sea to say, pretty much to say to China, hey, you know, we're still here, this, this, and that, right? Um, one thing I do have to say is that it's interesting to see certain corporations that I saw on Reddit yesterday. Someone pointed this out, very uh, good of them, that certain corporations denounced, uh, you know, violence, racism, xenophobia, things like that. The second it had to do with anything condemning China, they're quiet. Why? Look at the funding. Follow the money. I'm not even trying to get conspiratorial. Like, but because the mainstream media doesn't cover it, it's a conspiracy, right? Just like the lab hypothesis theory. That's another thing I want to cover. So, I do have to say, I, uh, I watch Bill Maher. I'm not a fan of a lot of his views, I'll tell you right now. But, and this is not saying much, but I think he's one of the more realistic and down-to-earth guys within the confines of the mainstream media boundaries, if you want to call it. I think that a lot of times he calls certain things out that no one else in the media does. But again, they give him a little more rope. They put him on a bit of a leash, but he has his limits. And uh, and that's why when, for example, uh, when he's hammering someone on a question that they're dodging, he can only push so much. Not because, you know, there's certain time amount uh, time left on the show or whatever, but because they're kind of letting him be a little more real, but he doesn't have full control. Because you got to remember something too. HBO is the partner company or the... Um, I think the sister company of CNN under Time Warner, if I'm not mistaken. Don't take my word for that, but I think that's what it is. So you can see the connection there, right? And you could see that clearly Bill Maher understands that he's got a certain line he can't cross, but he's going to push as close to that line as he could. And I respect that. Now, with that being said, at the same time, I don't agree with all of his views, views by any stretch of the imagination, but Brett Weinstein and his wife, Heather Haying, or Heather Hayes, I think, very nice people, um, went on and talked about how the lab hypothesis theory is in their view more than likely 80 to 90 percent possible now that's not to say that china unleashed covid assuming this is legitimate right um for youtube uh they released it but the thing is is it's not to say that like it was released because we have to define the word released and sorry if I'm, I'm stuttering a little bit just trying to gather my thoughts but ultimately they believe that the virus did come from nature Brett Weinstein and his wife. However, there are certain elements within the virus to indicate that it has been altered with. Now, I'm not trying to become a biologist. I'm just regurgitating what Mr. Weinstein said. He also said that this virus spreads quicker indoors, which the WHO and the CDC have said is true, rather than outdoors. That contradicts the way viruses work in a natural sense. So clearly there's some type of alteration here, right? And I'm not saying this because I want to believe it's some conspiracy or whatever. I'm saying it because we got to look at all the angles of the pie here, right? And the whole lab hypothesis theory was shut down early last year because it got politicized. And it got all oh, your conspiracy theorists if you think about it. It's ridiculous. That's why I do the morning shows because we got to say it like it is. And I'm not here to tell you guys one way or another. We just got to say it like it is. The only way we can get better reporting than what we do now is if we're actually physically there, right? So at the end of the day, we don't know. And the WHO said today, I think last night or this morning, that their study found that the, la that the virus was not released as a bioweapon or anything of the sort and that it came directly from nature and did not originate in a lab. Part of my English. Bull fucking shit. Bullshit. Don't believe that for a second. I mean, I'm not trying to tell you guys what to think. I'm saying I don't believe that for a second. I think it's ridiculous. No way in hell. Why? Again, why is it all the in most independent, if not all independent scientists say the lab hypothesis theory is legit? 
But all the scientists that are funded by the corporate donors, the CDC, the WHO, no, no, don't worry about it. You know, it's, it's just ridiculous. The next thing is that Paul Manafort can't be touched at a state level thanks to Trump's pardon. Now, this is what I want to talk about because this is interesting. So it was said that when, excuse me, that when Robert Mueller went after Trump, everyone had their, their hopes high. He didn't exactly do much per se. Now, I'm not trying to, I'm not a legal analyst. I'm not a lawyer. I didn't read through the whole thing of the, of the, the impeachment and all that. However, I want to mention, and of, of Robert Mueller's investigation, he took some investigations and brought them to the state level, Florida, New York, things like this, of Trump himself and of Trump's associates and all that. But here's the interesting thing. The Democrats were all happy because they said if Trump pardons any of his friends or himself or whatever, it's only done on a federal level, which means that the state charges still apply. This is my understanding of it, guys. If I'm wrong, please correct me in the comments. But a Supreme Court judge ruled, from my understanding, that Paul Manafort, who's been charged because he's been pardoned by Trump, the state charges no longer apply. Interesting. So that means that um, Robert Mueller's plan it didn't exactly work out as the in the way that he thought that that's what i'm seeing here right now a lot of people thought that that was going to happen that you know they were going to get him at the state level and take him out like that and you know uh, take him when i say take them out i mean like um punish them legally and um and prosecute them to the fullest extent but that's not the case and i was skeptical too it was like ooh, you know th- that's in theory that's the way the system's supposed to work but that's not really what happens i mean Trump did try with with Bill Barr, it seemed to to you know change the prosecutors in New York and all that to ch- of the the Southern District in order to you know drop these things and all that. Trump tried to use the Department of Justice as his legal defense against a rape case uh, that he still got against him. I'm, and they said no, it didn't. Bill Bill Barr was like, no, we can't. Honestly, like Trump, we can't push it that far. Look, at the end of the day, I- I'm not here to judge whether or not Trump what Trump tried to do there to use the Justice Department is right or not. That's up to you guys to decide. It's not for me to tell you guys, but. It is skeptical to say, uh, sorry, it was skeptical to say, you know, I don't know if the state charges are going to stick. People who wanted Trump to go down were like, no, trust me, it's going to stick. It's not going to stick, at least for Manafort, which means that the, the same thing will probably apply to everyone else that he pardoned as well. The next thing is that Iran is using Russia's Sputnik V vaccine. Makes sense. The U.S. won't talk to Iran. Well, they're iffy about it. They're dodging the question because, you know, um, especially since Trump recognized uh, the U.S. embassy and put, no, sorry, recognized the capital of Israel as Jerusalem. So, yeah, I mean, but it creates an issue because the Biden administration was not happy with that, right? And they've made that very clear. The Democrats in general were not happy with that. And the Republicans have been wanting to do it for a long time, but obviously the Democrats are like, I don't know, da, da, da. I don't know what the big deal is. Maybe you guys in the comments on those on YouTube can help me understand what's going on with the why the moving the U.S. embassy and recognizing Jerusalem, you know, things like that. Why that's the case, I don't know. But look, at the end of the day, I know there's a long history there and all that, and Republicans favor uh, the, the Israelis much more, the Jewish people much more than the Democrats do. Um, and at the end of the day, the U.S. did provide Israel with the funding to put up, I guess, what's known as like the Iron Wall around Israel. And that, I do believe, militarily is absolutely necessary uh, because when you're surrounded by your enemies, you got no choice but to constantly be on the ball, right? The next thing is that the UN said that North Korea is further developing their nuclear programs. Yeah, no shit. Like, what do you think? You gonna uh, Even the thing with Iran, 
the Iran nuclear deal was pure, in my opinion, pure trust. I haven't read all of it, but I read some of it. It was based on legislative trust, right? Because Obama's whole thing was, you know, let's let's make peace and this and that. I get it. And in theory, that works. But realistically, I highly doubt that's ever going to happen. Because even when the Iran nuclear deal was in place, you don't think Iran was still developing nuclear weapons? Honestly? And I don't mean any disrespect to the Iranian people, by the way, because I have a lot of uh, friends that are Iranian, fantastic people. I'm talking about the government. Now, I could be very wrong here, but, you know, again, we'll see what happens. The next thing is that the United Arab Emirates, so the UAE and the U.S., according to some recently uh, declassified documents, are competing and secretly competing to explore Mars. Okay, yeah, makes sense. I mean, if you believe the fact that there's humans and aliens working in the underground bases of Mars, I guess they know that for a fact. And when they get there, when it's time to colonize, as long as they don't, you know, drill deep enough in a certain instance or what have you, then that's what they'll do um, to make the exploration on a public level look good. Um, that's assuming you believe what the former Israeli space minister said about there being a base inside of Mars and all that, right? Where humans and, and aliens are working together. Uh, the next thing is that Nigeria backstreet abortion clinics are now suddenly some big deal in the global community. They're abortions. I mean, I read into it. doesn't seem like anything wrong is happening. I mean, Al Jazeera is like, oh, we got to take a look at what's going on. Like, why? Like, I mean, it, people want to get an abortion. Uh, I, I, from my understanding, Nigeria is a developing country, not a developed one. I could be wrong. I think that's the case. Um, no, I think they're developed. I'm not sure. But look, you got backstreet abortions in America. You got backstreet abortions in, 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 in Mexico. You got them everywhere. You got them in Canada. Like, what's the what's the big deal? You know what I mean? I mean, okay, hold on. Maybe that's an oversimplification of me trying to just brush it off. But it depends if you're pro-life or pro-choice. But look, if you want to, if you accidentally get your wife, or your girlfriend, or your partner pregnant, right? And you live in a place where abortions are illegal. What do you expect these people to do? You know what I mean? What What would you expect? The next thing. Let's take a look here. The next thing is that, um, uh, the final thing, sorry, is that Biden has the ability to executive order uh, and scrapping student debt, but he won't. Now, Representative Elon Omar has said that she's pushing because she's known as a progressive along with AOC and Cori Bush, you know, AOC and that uh, the other woman, I forgot her name. Um, she's known as AOC plus three. But look, Biden can do it. Why won't he do it? corporate donors at the deep deep foundation of things nothing's gonna change guys sadly no, I, I mean i hope i'm wrong i really am but i i don't see anything happening corporate don't like really you know what i mean and, and that's the other thing too it's either that or they're covering trump's impeachment trial it's either you know biden's doing this and he's doing great but the mainstream media won't talk about the things that you know biden's proposing in some cases and some packages have the ability have the legislation proposed where actually 40 million less americans will be covered and receive money under the COVID relief program compared to the Trump administration. And I'm not trying to nitpick. I'm just saying that he's backpedaling. And this is, believe it or not, this is reporting from, uh, I'm going off of the Young Turks, uh, um, a very left progressive outlet. And they're criticizing Biden. So you know when they're doing that, it's bad, right? So again, we'll see what happens at the core level. Nothing's going to change because the Democrats want the corporate donors just as much as the Republicans and vice versa. The Republicans are worse than the Democrats in some things. The Democrats are worse than Republicans in other things. It's just, in my opinion, guys, it's, it, it's a, it's a disaster. I mean, there's a certain system in place that has to be upheld and 
you know, uh, Biden tried to put in $15 minimum wage in the COVID relief package and it, it didn't work. And he has the ability to executive order that to make minimum wage $15 an hour no matter what. But he won't. Why won't he do it? And he's saying, well, because we have to unite and work together. Yeah, but hold on. You said that fair enough in your campaign, but you also said we got to move quickly. We're not moving quickly here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I mean, look, we can argue that he is in certain areas, but by doing these other things that the media won't cover or talk about or the mainstream media, what, what are we what are we doing here? You know what I mean? So anyways, let me know what you guys think. I know there wasn't that much news today, uh, surprisingly enough, unless I missed some massive story or something like this. There's little stories all over the place. I just picked the ones I deem to be the most significant for us to discuss. And uh, we'll catch you guys later today. We've got a great episode this afternoon or we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Cheers.